Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Firstly, a Finnegan meeting in Cork was disrupted by a socialist youth group this uh, yesterday evening, leading to some tense exchanges and temporary suspensions of the meeting. The Connolly Youth Movement live-streamed the protest on Facebook. I know we spoke to them before on the year, but have a quick listen. This is kind of what happened at the meeting, all right? Austerity is wealth for a slim minority, and that is all... And that is how our country is run. Our country is run line to, You're to not line the pockets of a small minority here, of people so no right at the expense of the rest yeah. of the population in, in this category. It is performing remarkably well. The rich get richer and everybody loses out. We have had enough. As young people, we all organise and agitate for a dramatic change in Irish society. We want a society that looks after its people, no matter who they are. We want a society that looks after all its people. We want to break with the European Union and its militarism. We want to break with US militarism. We want to break in an island that cherishes all the children equally. We want the workers, the public, family proclaimed. We call upon all sympathetic people to join us in this struggle for a new and better Ireland. Ah, there you go. They want a new and better Ireland. Of course, they are socialists. Of course, they want a new and better Ireland. And on the phone, or I should say on the line, is Alec Humwitz. Now, we spoke to uh, Alex before. He's the General Secretary of the Connolly Youth Movement. Alex, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon, now. Alex, that was you at the end there, wasn't it? I was the final speaker of the statement, that's right. I, I, I found it a bit odd, by the way, that you had to read it from a script, Alex. Surely you knew what you wanted. Well, it's a 1,000-word statement, so reciting a text that long isn't entirely... But you uh, don't have to recite it verbatim, Alex. I mean, you're an intelligent man. We could, and I've, I've given quite a few orations uh, in, in, with, while improvising, so we thought that the best way to deliver this... Uh, I mean, the young lady, I mean, a nice young lady she was there at the start, she kind of was reading it as if it was the first time she'd ever heard it, to be honest with you. That's what it sounded like. But moving on, Alex, what is it you actually want? What were you trying to say? I mean, in your own words now, what were you trying to say last night? What was it you actually wanted? Well, I think there are multiple elements to what we said there, and many of them are contained in the statement. Right, well, give 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 me three of them. Give me three of them just for the moment. Sure, well, the first and most important one is the housing crisis that we're facing, which we spoke about the last time I was on the show as well. And the that's when that you were you were occupied. Just to remind people, you were occupying a building the last time we spoke that, to you. That, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and three days ago, new statistics were released for the amount of people in emergency accommodation. Ten thousand three hundred. Yeah. Ten thousand three hundred. A record high. So the first point was about homelessness. Now, one of the points is about EU militarism. That refers to PESCO, the military alliance that's within the Lisbon Treaty that we have now been signed up to. And we feel as, as young socialists and republicans who are against war and for peace that Ireland's participation in things such as PESCO threatens Ireland's long-standing neutrality. That's the second thing. This is it the European army? Yeah. Okay. Correct. Okay. So, uh, for example, a hypothetical conflict involving one European power would inevitably, through PESCO, draw in Ireland to participate in such a confrontation. I don't think it could. Well, on, on the agreement we have with Europe, we're still a neutral country. We held our neutrality. We, we do, uh, but one clause of EU membership is that an attack on one EU member state is considered an attack on all of yeah, them. Yeah, but we can't, we, can't not, we can't take and not give. And the point is, for example, our skies at the moment are protected by the RAF, not by the Irish Air Corps. And that, that, that's, 
I, I, I understand that we can take and not give, but that jeopardizes our neutrality, which is the point that we're making. Mm-hmm. That well, we I think it was more for our own protection that we accepted that, by the way. Our protection from whom? Yeah, but I mean, I think, it, well, we don't know who our protection is going to be. We don't know but what forces will decide. If we don't know protection from, then we don't need protection. Well, I mean, the world... We, the wor- forces that yeah, well, we the world has changed. Yeah, I know the world has changed. I mean, we see a lot of war now is on the ground, obviously. The more only so. force that's actually occupying Ireland in a military fashion is the British state in the six counties of Ireland. All right, so, okay, okay, we'll move, move on to the next one anyway. We'll, sure, yeah. sure. There was a, another comment, actually, at the beginning... Uh, relating to requesting a minute of silence for the homeless men that died as well. So that's another key point that, again, relates to the housing crisis. Well, it doesn't, well, it doesn't really relate to the housing crisis, but go on. Of yeah. course it relates no, to well, the no, housing it doesn't. crisis. No, it doesn't. The majority of people who have died in the streets, and by the way, condolences to all the people and the friends and family of all those who knew those who die on the streets, and people die in the streets on a, on a very regular basis, by the way, sadly, yeah, in this country, right? It's absolutely tragic. Um, it, it is, but, but hang on, hang on, Alex. It is tragic. But it's nothing to do with the housing crisis. Because the majority of people who've died in the streets... Yeah, I am no genuinely saying that. Right, well, I'm okay. sorry, I fundamentally... Okay, the people, who di- the people who generally die on the streets of our country are people who have other issues. People who have drug issues, alcohol issues, mental health issues. Sadly, I mean, we all remember Jonathan Curry, who was used as the poster boy, sadly, for homelessness, which was complete and utter nonsense. Jonathan was offered lots of support. He was offered uh, accommodation. He turned it down. Once somebody ends up on the street, the... No, it's not. The chances of them developing... Why are you blaming the government? Why are you blaming the government? You can't blame the government for people ending up on the streets. Because the onus is on the state to look after... But you have personal responsibility as well, Alex. People have personal responsibility and sometimes people make... Okay, and and would you not accept that sometimes people make bad choices in life? A tiny minority... Absolutely. And it's only a tiny minority that die on the streets, sadly. Well, there's quite there's ten thousand three hundred in emergency accommodation who are sliding into the area, and many of those in emergency accommodation don't need to be there. We all know that. We yeah. all know that it's a route to getting faster housing. We all know that the government have already and the government have already suggested by being more efficient with that problem will only create a bigger problem. And I'm not suggesting it's an ideal situation for a mother and three children or for a family and two children. It's not an ideal situation, but. It comes a lot of it comes back to personal responsibility as or well. Did you say that creating a more efficient solution yes. will create a bigger yes. problem? Absolutely. Okay. So in the thirties and the seventies, Fianna Fáil led massive social construction housing projects. Through Sean Lamas, yes. Get bigger, the problem got smaller. Yes, but that you have to remember, you, you, you're not comparing like with like. You have to look, A, at the population of the country at the time, and B, up to that point, we didn't have social housing. So we that would that authority housing. Yeah, we absolutely. But now I lived in Dublin Corporation housing at the okay. time because I'm in 1963 I was born, okay? So you don't think that because you got Dublin Corporation housing, nobody else No, no, Dublin but that Corporation Dublin Corporation housing. housing that I got all that okay. housing is still there, by the way. People Now, a lot of it has been purchased by people because Dublin Corporation sold out at the time and sold yeah. the houses out to a lot of people. And seeing as we're on the subject, the solution is, is to construct more similar style Yeah, but you can't... Absolutely. We need... I'm not denying, Alex, that we need more so social housing. But you have to okay. also understand that the population of the country is growing at a fairly rapid rate in comparison to what it would have been growing at going back about 20 years ago. And it's not that easy to keep up with it. And the demand for housing and the demand for social housing has also grown. The level of entitlement has also grown over the the last 10 years. I don't disagree that it's um, difficult to not keep up with it. But I think that, again, the statistics demonstrate that for every um, social build versus private build, the amount of private build has increased. 
Absolutely. Which is why, which is why demand can't be met. I, I, Alex, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you that the system okay. isn't perfect. The system isn't perfect, and we know that. Far okay. perfect. Absolutely. But, but when, you look, when you look around the world and you look at homelessness in general in cities around the world, like Paris, mm-hmm. like London, like New York, like everywhere yeah. else, we don't fare off too badly. I mean, if you, if you said to somebody in New York, well, oh, well, our homeless are living in hotels, they'd look at you with ten heads. So, I mean, we've a very different situation. We do accommodate people. It's not perfect, but we do accommodate them. Uh, in relation to, say, for example, this idea of socialism, and maybe I'm assuming that you agree in, constitutionally we all should have a right to a home. Is that what you agree with? I would absolutely agree with it. But, but, just but then where's ambition? The where does ambition go? Because Sorry, you can't have equality. With regards to comparing other countries, it doesn't matter what's happening in other countries. What matters is what's happening in Ireland, because we live in Ireland. We work in Ireland. Absolutely. And many of us will die in Ireland. Okay, but there's, yeah, but there's no such thing as a perfect society. Oh, it's okay here. Yeah, but That's Alex, there's, there's no such thing as a perfect society. There can be a better society. There, can always, there can always be a better society. Well, but but, but not, socialism I'm is not the you, answer. I'm not utopian. I'm but not you are utopian. Because the whole socialist idea is quite utopian. I mean, look at Venezuela. They thought it was a great idea. Should look at the news. It's a socialist country, Niall. But Most it, of industry is in private. What happened in Venezuela, what's happening in Venezuela today is directly related to a socialist government. Most private industry, most industry is in private hands and most financial institutions. Most of the millionaires, the, uh, most of the entrepreneurs, millionaires, um, all left. All Ven- the they all left Venezuela. Guido. They all left because They're of a socialist government. Guido self-appointed president of Venezuela. So the problems don't stem from socialism. They do. Venezuela because A, Venezuela is not a socialist country. But socialism B, doesn't Venezuela work, Alex. under pressure. Well, you keep saying that, but you're not demonstrating substantial... Well, give me, give me a, give, show me a country where, so, where you believe socialism has worked. Let, let's, for example, take uh, and crunch the numbers in the Republic of Cuba. The Republic of Cuba is a tiny island nation that has been under economic blockade for the last, God, since, since they declared the revolution. Now, Cuba is significantly much more poor than the United States on GDP, on numbers, on productivity. Are we agreed? I would agree. But Cuba has somehow managed to develop the capacity to find vaccines for cancer. It has a lower infant mortality rate, and it has a number of other astounding achievements that for some reason, countries like Ireland, who are heralded as very wealthy countries, can't achieve. Now, the reason that they have made these achievements is because they have a different form of democracy, which places the needs of the population above the needs of... But they, but they also have a different justice system. Uh, they've, they've, they've different, uh, for example, education systems. They have a different culture. Okay. You, you can't compare, it's like comparing Japan to Ireland. For example, we don't have any murders in Japan. Uh, people tend to be quite equal and very honest in Japan. But you yet, have murders in Japan. Well, there's very few, very, very few homicides in Japan and murders in Japan. Uh, very, there's very little crime in Japan. Um, and we, but we would like to have a society like that with we, what we have now and the culture that we have now as well. Right. And well, I don't think that can happen. You have to look at how we culturally, for example, want to own our own home. Okay. Uh, you know well, what I mean? We, and we, we can't I, all own our own home. Uh, when I speak about making comparisons or looking at other countries, I don't say, let's look at Cuba and do exactly what they do. What I say and what the Connolly Youth Movement says is that let's look at Ireland, let's look at the problems Ireland is facing, and let's reach 
the conclusions of placing the needs of people before the needs of private capital. Okay, well, do me a favor. Stay there for a second, please, if you can, Alex. I just want James wanted to come on and talk to you as well, um, one of our callers. Uh, James, you're on Classic Hits. Go ahead, James. Hi, Hi Alex. Hi, James. Um, I just hope you can have a respectful chat about like your policies. Um, I, I heard on your I heard on your um, on the clip from Cork. You're talking about leaving the EU, and yes. if you have to look at the what Ireland was like before the EU and the infrastructure that it has placed in, and that's why Ireland now is fifth in the OCED uh, nation of wealthy countries. I mean, are you seriously promoting that we should leave the EU? Because that's not sustainable. You also said about anti-American rhetoric. So should we take away all the foreign direct investment? You're very happy to use Facebook to live stream your events. Kind of a bit hypocritical considering they're capitalistic in nature and American. I assume the technology you're using is capitalistic. I assume that every time you make a, a decision in the market in regards of your brand of coffee, your brand of car, your type of gym, your hotel, your holiday, your clothing, even the tech you're using today, all stems okay. from capitalism. So when you say you want to get rid of capitalism or you're against EU or American sentiment, what specifically from everyday life are you prepared to give up? Because if you don't, it's very, very hypocritical. Okay. Uh, my free to answer? You're free to answer, Alex. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Um, so, yes, uh, we all live in a capitalist society. Right, correct. That's exactly what you outlined, that we use the gadgets, we, use, we wear the commodities, the clothes, much of which is manufactured in low-wage economies. We stay in the hotels, we eat the food. But does that mean that we shouldn't strive for a better society? No, but no, that's not the question he asked you. Is the suggestion to me is the suggestion to me that I'm a hypocrite because I use a mobile phone. Perhaps I should go live in a cave to live up to my aspirations. Well, well you, you, you were saying this that, the uh, leaving the EU. You said your, your yes. people in the, in the interview said about leaving the EU. Right. Right. Let me just say something about China's uh, communism. Uh, in 1981, the year I was born, Noel, and this is from the World Bank statistics, the poverty rate in China was 88 percent. Now, in 2012, so after just after the Beijing Olympics, when they went into construction and went to more capitalistic uh, financial outcomes. The poverty rate was 6.5%. Now, in that time frame of 30-odd years, that, lived, that lifted 500 million people out of poverty, and that was mm-hmm. from embracing capitalism. Did that, you, would talk about, you talk about all the, the, the problems around I'm, our... I'm we actually have, happy we to, have, to talk about we that. Have, we have problems, okay? But we mm-hmm. can have capitalism and social responsibility together because I want to make one quick point about the USSR. The USSR, under Stalin, there was a group of people called the Kulaks. Now, the Kulaks were a farming community. They were the best at what they'd done. They, they worked harder than everyone, and they thought about the problem deeper than anyone. And they produced the best amount of uh, crops and the most amount. But mm-hmm. under communism, it was the, the regular farmers, look at, the, look at the Kulaks. They make more than everyone. And they were wiped out, okay, to make everything equal. So all the farming was equal then, but they were equally poor. Now, what happened under that? under communism and socialism with Stalin and the Kulaks. Because of that, it caused a famine which killed 11 million people. Socialism and communism has killed up to 200 million people in the 20th century. The Great Leap Forward from Chairman Mao killed 45 million people alone in a four-year period. May may I respond? You certainly can, because to justify that ideology, if you got on stage and you said, oh, look look what Hitler done, that was good, People would, would run you, and that was like six million Jews. And we're talking about hundreds of millions. There's actually dead. 11 million in total. 
the Holocaust. Too. Okay, okay, but yeah. Well, yeah, but the point the okay. point is, he says, you know, that obviously you're you're you know you're being a cheerleader for socialism, which has killed more people. So maybe you could respond to that. Go ahead. I I I'd like to. I, I'm not really sure where to start. So I'm going to start with the European Union because I think it's kind of the first question really that you asked. Okay, but don't, 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 okay, but don't don't spend too long on this because we we have one more caller to get in before half. But go on, no, Alex. No, no problem, no problem. Um, so. I'm a member of an organization that has advocated that we shouldn't enter the European economic area as far back as 1973. And the main reason they did so was because that it would undermine Irish sovereignty. It would take away Ireland's access to some of its natural resources, which, which has happened. So, for example, the documentary Atlantic, and I highly recommend you watch it. It's narrated by uh, Brendan Beeson. Oh, we're getting into a political speech rather than and, a debate. And it talks fairness. about, this, this is isn't the political rehearsed. speech. I'm giving you substantive answers backed by facts. You're, you're, you're saying you don't like that. Basically, then no, we shouldn't I, I, have a conversation. I'm not I don't like it. No, listen, well, then I let me finish, James. I let you speak. Well, minutes. Okay, okay. interrupt you. But, but, but don't keep it to a speech. Well, it's not. Just speak to me. Just speak to me without the speech. Just speak to me I, like I a normal person. Okay, if you could just address the actual question he asked you, which Alex was in relation to leaving the European Union. Ireland has benefited greatly from being in the European Union. Uh, obviously, our road infrastructure would be the main thing that James highlighted in the infrastructure in this country. So we've benefited greatly. You don't believe we have? I believe that Ireland was a capitalist country then, and the mismanagement of its resources was what kept Ireland down, not entry to the European Union. And that entry to the European Union has, in fact, switched out the currency, surrendered Irish sovereignty, and has essentially created a colonial relationship with Brussels. Okay, so you believe Ireland could independently financially survive, although most experts would disagree with you, Alex, and say we would have to be part of something bigger, even if that was the Commonwealth, for example. To his next next question, and I need to push on, but just to the next question, Alex, I'm sorry to rush you, but Uh, in relation to socialism... You know, he, as James rightly said, if you were on the air telling us that Hitler was great, uh, you know, and the Nazis were great, you would be taken off the air very quickly. But yet you will come on the air and talk about socialism being wonderful. And obviously under socialist rule, millions of people have died. Okay. So. Indisputable as well. There, well, first of all, it, it is disputable. And for example, the former head of the history department. Hang on, hang on, hang on. The former head of the history department in UCC, Professor Jeffrey Roberts, has released a myriad of books uh, that specifically challenge what is a very Cold War narrative. Now, what do I mean by Cold War narrative? That historians in the West from capitalist countries had and have an incentive to denigrate socialism in okay. other countries. Okay, so I'll accept that point. I'll accept that point. I, just, I don't actually believe it, but I'll, I'll give you that one, right? Okay. If, if you'd like to get oh, no, in touch, no, 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 actually, and I'd be well, happy no, to give, exchange any material with you. you. Um, I don't actually... Okay, but, but, okay, both of you hold on for a second, because I have one more caller to get to before half past as well, and stay there with me, James, if you can, because Seamus agrees uh, with Alex. Seamus, you're on Classic uh, Kids. How are you doing, James? How are you, how are you doing, Noel? Uh, not too bad now. Listen, yeah, look, if Ireland is a, a, a very little fish in a big pond. I think the re- when it comes to EU, I won't get too, uh, go too far into the debate here, right? No, I've been make it quick. Okay, listen to Alex's point. Point I do agree with some of his points, although some of them won't work. But can I just remind the listeners that Leo Varadkar, our current leader, told the youth of uh, Ireland only two years or less than two years ago, move in with your parents or get, go get your inheritance. Get your parents inheritance. to pay the money deposits, yeah. Yes, or leave this country. People need to remember these statements coming from our current leader. Mm, yeah. I, I, and by the way, I think we would all disagree with that. We all dis- disagree with those sentiments. But the point, yeah. uh, let me just very quickly, if you can, Seamus, address the, the main point that Alex is making is, I suppose, is that we want, he, he would like to live in a socialist, anti-capitalist well, society. He, uh, this sounds very like uh, the, the ideology of an up-and-coming political party. Well, I won't say up-and-coming. When newly formed, oh, James Connolly. That's whose views I'm Heavens above. I, the identity of Ireland have very much, the new political party have very much those uh, sentiments 
that Alex uh, is, is talking but is about. But he, is, he, is, is James right? Is he not being a hypocrite? When people turn out to talk about socialism and anti-capitalism, and yet they do it via Facebook, or they do it via Twitter, or they, you know, and they're walking around in their, yeah, in their right, chinos, you know, are they not hypocrites? Well, if we put... Yes, yeah, I'm asking you, I'm asking you, Seamus. Yeah, yeah you're asking me. No, I, I think, you know, they're the only tools the guy has actually to, 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 to basically communicate what he wants to say. Because that's all you're left with. Well, is it, but is it, yeah, but is it not hypocrisy? No, no, look, I don't fully agree with what he has to say. But, you know, when you look at, look at the ideologies of the current government and how they've operated to date, and they're selling out Irish people. We're already sold out to Europe. Yeah, but let's be logical about it. We can't blame the government on the death of a young man who died because he was homeless. You can't no, blame you can't blame no. the government on that. The fault of yes, homelessness you know in the well, housing yeah, crisis no, 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 lies no, 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 at the feet of the government. Uh, no, it's not. No, 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 hang on a second. Hang on a second. This government cre- has created policies. They're in control of every law and policy Absolutely. that's in place, and yeah. they create every hurdle out there for a lot of people. There are a lot of but people. There, but there's always going to be hurdles, Seamus. Life is not easy. We know that. It's not easy, but the constitutional rights are gone out the window. People nowadays are brainwashed by a left-wing government, and that's unfortunately how it's going. Okay, and but but ju- just be- very quickly, just deal with what I just said to you. You know, Alex blamed. He wanted a minute silence for a young man who had died on the streets, yeah, a homeless person who died. In fact, in the same. Okay, way. okay. I, and by the way, they, many die every single year. All right, yeah. but you can't. The idea that we're blaming the government for people's personal problems, and most of the individuals who have died on the street, I could probably say all, have had other underlying issues, i.e., drugs, okay. alcohol, or mental health issues. How can you blame the government for that, Seamus? Because we don't well, live you know, in the vacuum. When you mentioned this, when you mentioned that, I think back to the, that famous that famous story about the guy who tried to assassinate Richard Nixon. Do you remember that? Story. I do indeed. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Back in the seventies, I think it was, and around the time of the uh, the Black Panthers and all the rest. That it reminds me very much of that. If you squeeze the system so bad and you put many hurdles, which is currently happening at the moment, to Irish people, like there's no charity, for example, begins sorry. at home. It doesn't begin at home here. It begins with your. Okay, but, well, yes, very, well, very quickly. Sorry, James, and then Alex have the final word. Go ahead, James. Yeah, no, sorry. Um, so, firstly, in regards to like, obviously Ireland isn't perfect, okay, but we're not we're not as bad as certain countries around the world. We spend twenty billion a year on social welfare, uh, and that's only going to go up and up, okay. So, if that's not towards the social program, I don't know what is. Okay? okay, very quickly, Alex, I have to wrap it up. Go ahead. Thank you. Um, I encourage every single reader to read James Connolly uh, yourself and draw your own conclusions about what he thought and what I am talking about in the form of a new workers' republic. All right, and my advice to you, Alex, if you're ever going to do a protest again, don't read it off a script. It just looks amateur. Thanks, Niall. All right. All right, thanks very much indeed. <laughs> uh, lots and lots of texts, by the way, coming in on that. Some agreeing with Alex, others disagreeing. Most people, by the way, suggesting that they wouldn't like to live in a socialist economy or a socialist society. Uh, I don't I don't agree with the socialist, socialism. I don't agree with a socialist society. It would never work. Uh, there would be no aspiration to want to own anything or want to work hard. I just don't believe it. I don't believe it can work. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.